Hey, I'm Aubrey. And I'm Jordan. We want to welcome you to the Peace of Authenticity podcast. Please join in on the conversation. everybody what's going on well we are actually recording our podcast from a different place yeah we're on the road traveling um and so we're just doing a little makeshift um (laughs) desk out of this little bench that's in our hotel room it's a lot of fun it works but either way if you believe what the scriptures say that the lord's with you everywhere you go so you don't have to be in a certain place at a certain time to record a certain thing. He's mm-hmm. everywhere with you always. Amen. So welcome. Amen, amen. So, yeah. Aubrey, you want to yeah. start it off? Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of our one of our first podcasts, I know if you if you guys have been with us for a while, one of our first podcasts we we labeled get out of the boat. Uh-huh. Yeah, get out of the boat. And in in that podcast, we we shared a lot of what God is doing in our lives in this season, and it it just it's just like a huge step of faith that mm-hmm. that we've been you know the journey that we've been on lately, and it was just kind of really a cool podcast to get to listen to. But you know, I, I just wanted to say on the onset that. We've talked throughout this whole time of doing this podcast about how your faith can be challenged mm-hmm. and you can you can know that God said something to you, yeah, but that doesn't stop the fact that God's timing is different from our timing, and also <laughs> that um we often want God's timing to unfold. But until then, the enemy is going to do anything that he can to try to distract you from what God's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's such a, you know, because those verses, like the one, he'll, he'll do exceedingly abundantly more than anything we can hope or, or imagine, you know. Mm-hmm. All, and so we say those, and we're like, yeah, that's so true. But when you get yourself in this situation, you know, where you've obeyed the Lord to this point, yeah. And then our expectations, which <clears throat> he's going to go exceedingly abundantly more. And it's going to yeah, look very above. different. Yeah. And it's just that point of just being able to sit back. Because, Aubrey, I think you and I are both like, okay, no, we got to get this done. We're going to get it done. And we've yeah. really learned. There's been It's been the most learning in mind renewing experience of our marriage and our lives, I really think. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's been beautiful. It really has. Yeah. The thing the thing that's that's crazy about this whole deal is when when you step out, you're stepping out with the questions already in your mind, but you're saying I choose to believe Yeah. It's it's kind of um when you know when we pray. Right when when you pray mm-hmm. and you're really seeking the Lord and and you're you're praying and you're just like man you're just all filled with faith and mm-hmm. you want to take on your day 
as yeah. soon as you get done praying, you feel like you can become the mountain mover. Mm-hmm. You know, it. You, you get that point in your mind where it's like, okay, um, God has equipped me to do everything that I need to do today. But as your day goes on and you get further and further out of that prayer time, mm-hmm. the day starts to wear on you. Yes. Yeah. And the same thing goes with stepping out in faith and knowing, you know in the very beginning, okay, God's got me. Mm-hmm. As soon as I step out, I'm going to step in to whatever he has for me and, and it's going to be seamless. It's going to be smooth. <laughs> it couldn't be further from the <laughs> truth. I mean, it just it just really couldn't because I believed that when we stepped out in faith mm-hmm. that the Lord was going to be right there to meet you. you oh, know, right there. The, the Bible tells us that. It's like, you know, <laughs> he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Here we go. Step. Oh. And it's not exactly what we thought it was supposed to look like. No. But... It was better. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we have some uh, updated information to, to follow up the information that we sent out in Get Out of the Boat. What was that episode? Was um, that the first wanna, episode? No. The second I want to say that it was either the second or the third. Yeah, either mm-hmm. the second or third. Don't yeah. quote us on that. Yeah. <laughs> but Get Out of the Boat. We, mm-hmm. we talked about the journey of faith that we're on right now. The Lord telling us to leave our comfort zone where we were at, and he's going to have us step into the new. Mm -hmm. Well, we're here to tell you today, everybody that's listening to this podcast, that God could not have shown up Mm -hmm. in a bigger way. Yeah. We we ended up receiving a phone call that changed the landscape of everything. Mm -hmm. We literally have somebody that is giving us a place to live for free for as long as we need it. And as long as we're doing ministry, as long as we're going to be in Lawton, this individual says, I want this to be your house. And one thing we ended up finding out, Aubrey, I don't even know if I told you this, but while he was remodeling this home, he had us in his mind. Did you know that? Wow. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I I remember though, um, hearing, uh, this individual say because and, and I'm and I'm purposefully saying this individual because I believe that that the Lord yeah um, required that the, or told this individual to do that and so I don't want to put a name blast out there when his heavenly reward will be there for him I don't I don't want to yeah. ruin I don't want to ruin what the Lord's doing in his life either mm-hmm. but what I know is. When I heard the conversation being said, everybody knows people that own a lot of rental properties and stuff. I mean, Jordan, your your grandma owns a lot of mm-hmm. rental properties and stuff. And, and you know, uh, a, a lot of people that have a huge number of rental properties, they, I don't want to say they cut corners, but they kind of do just the basics to yeah. get a house mm-hmm. up and running so that they can rent it out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some obviously take more care of their rental properties than others. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when you own that many rental properties, you fix it up just good enough to where you can make money off yeah, of it. Yeah, where it's livable. Yeah, right, and, it's livable. Yeah. You know, families can function in here mm-hmm. and they can pay me rent. Well, I, I, I'll never forget hearing the conversation when, when your mom called us that night and, and said that mm-hmm. this person was going to do this for us. Mm-hmm. The way that she explained how he said that the Lord would not allow him to cut corners 
<laughs> on the house completely blew my mind because, you know, he said from the jump, I, I cut corners all the time just to get yeah, houses livable so that I can, yeah, so that I can make money. And he said the whole time the Holy Spirit would not let me cut corners mm. on this house. And then he said that he even contemplated moving into this house because he, he spent so much money yeah. remodeling it and making it nice mm-hmm. that he he said, well, maybe this is supposed to be my house and mm-hmm. move in. But then he said the Lord wouldn't let him move in Lord either. He's like, this is Jordan and, and Aubrey's Right. House. And then they said, this this house is for Aubrey and Jordan. And I I have to tell you, I was blown away. Mm. Blown away, not just at the fact that somebody is going to give you, you know, a place to live. Um, but to sit here and go that every time the person remodeling this house tried to cut corners, the Lord was like convicting him like, no, you need to do this house with excellence. Um, so that when, you know, we move in, which he didn't know it at the time, but Mm -hmm. when we move in, um, it's, it's exceedingly abundantly above and it's just <laughs> god's faithfulness blows my mind i'm going to take them back to january of this year okay to tell the whole story of it um so january this year we knew nothing about our big move we knew nothing that our life was going to change at all whatsoever you know and our church does this annual fast at the beginning of the year and so it was the first day of the fast and you know usually on the first day of the fast you're really praying you're really ready to go you know because you know not every part of the fast is hit you yet so you're like yeah god you know and it's usually an amazing experience and so um i was just praying and it just hit me really deep my heart was just like man lord what is it like you know i just felt that heaviness of him wanting to tell me something you know and so i remember i was in my office at the church and all of a sudden like i remember people would thought i was so weird i was just in my office and i was like Lord, are you going to give us a house? And then I got really emotional, you know? Mm-hmm. And so later I was like, you know, my, my thing is going to be, I'm going to tell Aubrey and see how he responds. And then I'll know that, okay, that wasn't just like, because I skipped breakfast and I'm fasting and yeah. I'm feeling super, super spiritual, you know, right. or whatever it be. Right. And so, yeah, whenever I told you, you were like, really? You th- and, and you were like, okay, like this is going to be amazing, you know? So we were praying and believing yeah. And within that week, wasn't it? We got two phone calls that confirmed. One was a no, actually both of them were dreams, weren't they? Or one was a vision from somebody. But either way, it was from two separate individuals and Aubrey and I had not said a word about this mm-hmm. to anybody. And so all through this year, we've been believing and I put it on the vision board, you know, for 2020. And whenever we knew when the Lord said, you know, you're going to move to Lawton, you need to go. I knew that was connected to what the Lord told me in January. And then now looking at it now, mm-hmm. doesn't, isn't it crazy that it still blows our mind when God does what he says he's going to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's such a strange feeling because we, we all read the scriptures and, we, and you, let's be real. And <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> sometimes I always felt like growing up that, that the, the Lord that we read about in scriptures that we learned about in Sunday yeah. school used to do all these mighty and powerful mm-hmm. things. But why didn't he, why doesn't he still do them? That's, that's what I really believed whenever mm-hmm. I was a kid. And it's like, man, you know, he parted the seas, you yeah. know, he, he did all these amazing things. But then he comes through and steps <laughs> in, in this, in this magical way. 
and I couldn't even come up with words to say. Well, and the beauty about this, Aubrey, and the reason why we're even telling you guys this is because the other day I was reading Galatians 1, and there's something that Paul said that just really hit me. Galatians 1, verse 24, and he says, because of the transformation that took place in my life, they praised God even more. That's the only reason why we're telling you this, because what we heard from the Lord and what others said is the Lord is going to do things in this season that only he can do. Nobody can take, Yeah. nobody can take the cake for it. Like nobody would be like, well, that was me. Like there's no way Aubrey and I could have made this happen. There's Mm -hmm. no way even that man that has given us this home it's just it's all god it's all god and and we just want to tell you guys there's a situation in your life we'll call it your house situation for us it was that you know and and some other things but there's a big thing you're believing the lord for and what he told you do not forget what the lord first told you do not let go of that there were times when aubrey and i honestly deep down if we're being honest we i don't know if i believed it that lord was going to give us a house like, yeah. even though we got confirmation, even though, you know, we we're speaking in faith, sometimes even deep down, if you really don't know if you fully believe it, speak it. Our words speak over it. Mm-hmm. You know, we even, there was a certain house in Enid we would go up to and walk and like walk around and pray over. Um, and we felt the need to do that. And I think that sometimes the Lord wants to give us something to see. Even though, obviously, that was an Enid home, you know. But yeah, that just, wasn't the house. Yeah, but it was just seeing this. Be like, Lord, you're going to give us a house? Like, this is a house. You're going to give us yeah. a house? And it becoming real. So do not let go of what the Lord has told you. I don't care if it was 10 years ago and it hasn't come to pass. Do not let it go. Yeah. Do not let it go. Well, when the, I think it's important for everyone to understand that when, when the Lord puts a desire on your heart yeah. and he gives you a dream... Mm-hmm. He's going to provide for it, even if that means that he's going to have somebody that you're not even really connected to. I mean, I know I'm not. It's really, going to blow your mind who right, he uses. Connected to, it, it, to, to bless you beyond yeah. what you could think or imagine. Yeah. Um, and, you know, throughout this whole process, there were times that in the last couple of months that I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. I really started to question whether or not I heard from the Lord. And there were even people that were coming up to me. And, and granted, I'm not saying that these people were doing it to no. to be spiteful or anything. But these in, there was a few individuals that, that literally asked me the question, well, because God hasn't unfolded anything yet, mm-hmm. do you think you got it wrong? Because, well, you and I, Aubrey, we thought, right, when we... Um, Step down from our jobs at Face Center. We were going right to law. Right. It was just going to happen. So. Mm-hmm. And so whenever that was on our mind that that was going to happen, that's how we relate it to everybody else. So everybody looking back, they're like, and it's been a month and a half in there. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And everybody's still <laughs> sitting here going, um, okay. Uh, you know, and, and you go back. We're still in Enid right now, um, you know, and everything like that. But uh, you, you'll run into people and they're going, how's everything in Lawton? <laughs> oh and, you know, <laughs> we, we just kind of sit there and we say, um, we still live in Enon and, and they're, oh, really? You know, they, they don't really know. They don't really know what to say. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But here's, here's what I will say to everybody that's listening today. Mm-hmm. 
uh, we're not telling this story to to glorify anything that we've done because a lot of times along the way I thought that we were going to mess everything yeah, up. Yeah, we've done squat. Honestly. Yeah, um, but we just kind of we just kind of rested and trusted in the Lord throughout this process, and He brought everything else to fruition. But um, there are people that that will come in and and they will make you question whether or not what you heard from the Lord is actually what you heard from the Lord. Yeah, and they don't mean it. They don't mean it, uh yeah. They don't mean it it, because people care and because most of the time people live in the natural instead of the supernatural, Mm -hmm. they can't grasp, they can't fathom the dream that God has put in your heart. And that's that's there for a reason. God didn't give them that dream. He gave it to you. Mm -hmm. So don't back down on what God has told you to do let time keep going, keep pressing into the Lord and keep saying, Lord, I'm keeping my eyes on you. That's one thing that we have done throughout this whole process mm-hmm. is we can't we can't guess God's timing. We don't know God's timing. But we chose every day in our prayer times, like, Lord, we're keeping our eyes on you. Yeah. You you are where our need you know, you fulfill our needs. You have everything that we need. You're our provider, you are everything. These are all the things that we kept praying. And we just kept our eyes on Jesus the whole time. And I think it's really cool because it's it's like Matthew chapter 14, mm-hmm. right? When when the disciples were um, were on the were fighting the, the storm and the heavy waves yeah. and Jesus wasn't with them, right? And, mm-hmm. and Matthew tells us that, you know, that Jesus walks out on the water and they're sitting there and they're scared for their life because they don't really know. They can't see either side. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where... We have been in this process yeah. from leaving one side of the shore, mm-hmm. going to the next, and just being caught in the wind and the waves in between. And we were saying, just like Peter in that moment, that even though the waves and the wind were big, mm-hmm. we're, we were praying and declaring, Jesus, we're keeping our eyes on you. Yeah. Where you tell us to go, we'll go. Praying those dangerous prayers mm-hmm. that we talked about. And to see it all unfolding the way that it is, it makes me trust even more in the timing, in yeah. the sovereignty yeah. of God. And the you know the beautiful and like how God is so faithful and so graceful and so merciful. There were times like we would get distracted. We would get mm-hmm. I yeah. got angry at God a lot. And there were times even like when you um which the Lord gave Aubrey a job and he's in training for, which is an amazing, another amazing God story about his timing. Yeah. But there were even times where you called and you're like, I don't know, Jordan, like, you know, it's looking this way or it's looking that way. And so if you're going through a time where you just don't even know and you feel, you know, like you have no faith left to give even then Mm. God's so faithful and so graceful and so merciful that just do the action. Even when you don't feel the faith, just do do what the Lord's called you to do. Just obey. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's such a beautiful, because we're human. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many people that act like they don't, I haven't done anything wrong. And I'm your perfect example. There's only one perfect example, and that's Jesus. So please do not think that Aubrey and I have got this all together because the Lord knows that we don't. Um, but the Lord also knows that we realize we cannot do this without him. Mm-hmm. There's no possible way we can do this without him. And I think that that's how he likes for it to be. Because then you get to see the Lord do all these amazing things. And the pressure's not on you. And the pressure's not on what you can make happen. 
It's all on God. Um, Give your heavy burdens to him. Um, His yoke is light. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's how we're meant to live. Yeah. And so do not feel discouraged if you've fallen, if you've, like, you feel like tumbled all the way back down. (laughs) Like, oh, dang. Yeah. (laughs) Just get back up and keep going. That's all we can do. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Lord will do the rest. Well, I think it's also important to to keep humility yeah. at the forefront of everything that you do. And not, not false humility. Because yeah. there's, there's too many people. Um, actually, my mom did a teaching a long time ago when I was a kid that uh, my sister sent to me on tape. It was about false humility. Really? Yeah. And it, it's about, you know, wanting everybody to think that you're humble, but you're really not. Oh, no. And... Um, <laughs> Here's here's how I see that. This whole time, when when the Lord told us to do what we what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. we stepped away. We stepped out in faith. Everything was good. Mm-hmm. Then things weren't really unfolding the way that we thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, so false humility would have come to the surface in that, and we would have let frustration rule the day, and you know everything like that but we tried to keep humility at the forefront of everything that we did Mm -hmm. and so we step in and we're like okay lord we're keeping our eyes on you Mm -hmm. people were coming to us well why you know why why do you think why do you think your house hasn't sold yet why do you think you're still in enid why do you think all these things and in the beginning i i just began to tell people god's got it Mm -hmm. god's got a plan sometimes their faces it yeah. should be a picture of their face. Yeah. When you... Uh, okay, something just hit me that I need to say. There's going to be things that the Lord is going to ask you to do, and people will not understand. Yeah. And honestly, some people might even be talking negatively about it and mm-hmm. making you feel so small. But there's something that the Lord's been saying to us in this new era, in this new season, um, that the whole world is in right now. It's not just you and I. Like that he is doing a new thing. Some things that people have never seen before he is doing. So if it sounds weird, but you know, it's from God, please do it. Right. Those people, um, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. They'll see. Yeah. You know. Well, but that, that goes back to what we're saying about, about humility. Humility never waits for you to be right yeah so that you yeah. can show people and point fingers and be like i told you i do. told you right that's that's what i wanted to do like i said there i would even i was even praying and i was sitting there going lord i can't wait till you show up so then as soon as you do i can turn around and i can just smile like just you know smile yeah and then and then so then that convicts that convicts everything that you're talking about because it's like what's what's the heart behind that is your yeah, heart exactly. to always be right mm-hmm. or or is your heart I'm just following what the Lord told me to do because if the Lord's leading you down this path, then you're not right. You're just obedient. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're not the one calling the shots. You're not. You're just walking by faith. Mm-hmm. And so that that is where we were with with the with the humility factor. That was yeah. just like, okay, if I if I keep my eyes on Jesus, I don't have to worry about what everyone else is thinking because he's going to guide me. I mean, when Peter walks out onto the water, yeah. all those other guys probably grabbed him and was like, hey, dude, you're crazy. Don't walk out there. What are you doing? But it wasn't because they were trying to halt a miracle. Yeah. It's because they cared for him mm-hmm. and they couldn't see yeah. what Peter saw. And that's the beauty of faith because Peter right. saw what Peter saw, but they yeah. didn't, you know. All of them were never meant to walk on the water. Mm-hmm. 
only Peter at that time had just enough faith at the right moment Mm -hmm. to show them that anything was possible. Mm -hmm. Now, he fell short, obviously, and started sinking, and Jesus had to save him like David Hasselhoff. You know what I mean? But, I mean, still... It, it was just it was just kind of a cool moment, but that was just specifically for Peter. So all the other disciples could not have imagined the plan that God had for Peter because mm-hmm. it's not for them. Yeah, God had their plan. You know, James, John, Thomas, all the other all the other guys that that are rocking with the disciples. They all had different plans mm-hmm. for their life. And so, yeah, we, we tend to get a little bit critical of one another mm-hmm. because people will make decisions and we can't really see why would that person make that decision. That's not for you to understand. Yeah, God's taking them on a journey just like he's taking us on a journey yes. and somebody else. Let everyone run their race. And yeah, just grace them in their journey because there's nobody that are that are going the exact same way and the no. exact same there's there's just not and i think if we let go of that mindset like i just don't know what do they even have a mind like what are they doing like yeah. do they know how they look <clears throat> you know like all these things that you think for people that you care about and you know but then you don't realize the words you're speaking over them too cuz you just don't we just have to realize we don't understand what everyone's going through right we right. just have to understand that and grace them and love them you know do yeah. that that the grace, yeah, gracing them. You, all the problems that we see in America today. Mm-hmm. If any of us, mm-hmm. especially Christians, if any of us had even the tiniest fraction mm-hmm. of the grace that God has for us, these problems wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. We don't have grace for each other. Especially when you, because grace requires us to forgive somebody, to, you know, overlook things that people have done to us personally. Well, sorry, at the end of the day, we're all human and I care too much about what people do to me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I hope everybody in here is following us on, on this, this talking conversation because Grace says that even though I don't agree with you and I don't know why you're doing what you're doing, I'm going to support you in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, obviously, I'm not saying that you let somebody walk into a terrible situation on purpose and you just sit there and be like, okay, come on, go ahead, pat them on the back, you know, and send them right in. That, that's not what I'm saying. But when, when somebody is working through something, all, all the situations we have going on in the United States, from, from all the racial things going on to political parties to everything, if everyone had a small fraction of the grace of Jesus that was working in their life and a small fraction of the humility of mm-hmm. Jesus working in their life, the, these problems wouldn't even be here. Hmm. That's so true. Wow. I mean, it, it just all comes down to the fact nobody could have ever anticipated the next step that we were going on. We, we, didn't, we didn't want to move into the new season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when the Lord puts something <clears throat> on your heart, it usually is something that brings you out of your comfort zone. Yes. And I think about the rich young ruler 
in in the New Testament where where he talks to Jesus and he's a wealthy man and he has everything going for him in life. He has money, he has land, uh, animals, you know, cattle, everything, you know, anything that we see. The world could get right. Him. The world sees as success. Yeah. This man has it, and he says, "Teacher, what must I do to inherit the kingdom?" Right. Mm. He's got everything. So the icing on the cake would be, well, I'm the best out here in the world, so I need to be the best in Jesus' eyes too. But what does Jesus tell him to do? Jesus basically says, I want you to leave everything that you know. I want you to leave your comfort zone. I want you to leave what the world finds as success. Mm -hmm. Sell everything you have. Give it to the poor and come and follow me. That I gotta read this, Aubrey. Like that's totally confirmed something, because in Galatians again, it was talking about like literally Paul's first sentence in Galatians was like pretty much like greetings. This is Paul, you know, and it was something yeah. really simple. But then there was already a little footnote after Paul, and I was like, what is already the deal, you know? So I went down, and this is the Passion Translation, <clears throat> and this is what it said: Paul means little. His name before his conversion was Saul which means significant one or sought after. What great transformation takes place when we experience a profound change like Saul slash Paul did. God transforms us from being important to being small in our own eyes. This is what qualifies God's apostolic servants. Mm. When you get to that point, like to where you're like, I don't even care anymore how I look. I don't care because as long as I'm looking to Jesus and I'm obeying the Lord and what he, like how much, that's totally against our flesh. Yeah. Like that is yeah. so, I mean, you got those people that are mad. People will be like, I don't even care what they think. But they're just upset because people don't think well of him. So they're like, well, you know what? I don't care. And they still care. That yeah, flesh say, cares. Yeah, that's, that's, they say that as a deflection yes. because that's really what's Honestly, going on. Honestly, everything inside. in us, in our flesh, we want to be sought after and significant. Yes, we do. But we have to become small for the Lord to be large in us. Mm -hmm. And how many times, what is that one thing that you're holding on to that you think brings you significance? Is it fear of man? Is, like, what is it in your life? Is it the friend group you're with that make you feel like, you know, significant? Or your business. Good? Or is it comparing to others yeah. that makes you feel good? Well, at least I'm not as bad as so-and-so. What is that thing of your flesh that you're feeding that we've got to put down? We got to put it down. We got to be small. We got to be little. And I don't mean think of yourself small, you know, but we've got to what is that saying so though? that he can increase. That, that saying that says it's, <clears throat> humility isn't uh, thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Yes. And yeah, that's, I mean, you're, you're talking about Paul, the guy who literally did so much for for Christianity, did so much for the world. Oh. Love Paul's writing. Mm -hmm. But even Paul will sit there and say, you know, his name means small. But it also, he says, I'm the chief among sinners. I'm the least of these, you know. And he never, it would have been so easy for him to been like have been puffed up mm -hmm. you know what i mean like thousands of people hundreds of thousands millions of people billions of people maybe even have mm -hmm. have been <clears throat> added to the kingdom because of paul mm -hmm. and it, it would have been easy 
yeah. you know, for him to start feeling himself mm-hmm. at some point. And he never did. He was an outlaw, like Jesse James. Yeah. And the Ro- you know, the Romans are like, hey, we want his head, you know. Right. And, but, it, I mean, Paul had enemies on both sides. Mm-hmm. Paul had people that were once his friends that turned out to be enemies and enemies that turned out to be friends. You, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, Or even those people that didn't believe in his conversion from Saul to Paul. Yeah. And he had to prove that. It. Well, so, yeah, Paul even had to prove himself. People were like, we're going to keep our eye on this dude. He used to be persecuting Christians. Now now he says he is one. It's all a ploy. I bet you every single thing inside of him, his flesh told him, yeah. who are you to speak the gospel? You oh, killed Christians. Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. And so he had to push down his flesh. Yeah. Which doesn't that sound humble? Who do you think you are? But no, the enemy will use that against us. Yeah. Well, I might be small, but my God is big and he's called me to do this. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah, it really is. I it it all comes down it all comes down to the fact that God has a plan for us. Mm-hmm. He has a plan for everybody that's listening here, for, for all of his children. I mean, Jeremiah 29, 11. Yeah. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. That right there, any believer who reads that should understand God has a plan for me. Maybe you don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you do, but it just seems so big. And it's scary. And it's scary. And, and you don't know <clears> what to do. You don't know. It, and I would challenge anybody, if you don't know, if, you, if you're a husband or, or you're a wife, uh, or, or maybe you're not even maybe you're not even married yet. Seek after the Lord and mm-hmm. find out what His plan for your life is. He 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 won't tell you the whole thing no. up front, but He'll give you step one. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when we when we stepped away um, from our other jobs and into the new, I wanted steps one through five. Mm-hmm. Up front. So we could plan. So, yeah. So I could be like, okay, here's this. Then I'll jump into this, this, and this. But the Lord just said step one. Mm-hmm. And I did step one. You were like, and? He's like, wait. And step two didn't come wait. for a long time. You know? And it and it was just kind of the the element of do you trust do you trust that he's moving even when you can't see that yes, he's moving? Yes, yes. Even when I don't see that you're working. Yeah, Waymaker. Never stop working. I love that song because, you know, it just kind of comes to the fact of, okay, I'm taking a step out. The Lord has told me to take a step in this direction. I'm doing it. Just like Peter on the water. He had to know every step that he was taking, his feet were going to be on solid ground even while on the water. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he had to, he had to know that when he's going to take this step, that he wasn't going to sink. Well, even like terrestrial water—is that what it's called? Where it's like, like really? Did I make up that word? I I don't know. Just really wavy, like crazy water. So it it wasn't even still water that you could kind of maybe see that could be a solid for you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it no, it's like, a storm. There was yeah. absolutely no way in your mind's eye looking at it. This is solid ground. Like it's like <laughs> like waves yeah. everywhere. Well, and that's what he said. Jesus was like, "Don't look at the wind and the waves. Look at me." Mm-hmm. And a lot of people take steps into their journey and they get to step one and then they quickly step back down off of it because 
the wind and the waves look too scary. Oh, mm-hmm. well, maybe, you know, I, I don't know who this is for, but I just feel like you have a plan for your family and maybe your spouse doesn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the Lord has not revealed that to another member of your family or revealed that to anybody else. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You stand in faith on that mm-hmm. until he brings it to fruition. And then just like we're talking about, remain in humility and so then when God does show up on your behalf, you don't want to turn around and be like, yeah, I told y'all so. Like, mm-hmm. look at me. Yeah. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's, that's the exact opposite. And, and maybe if you still have that in your heart, maybe that's why things haven't unfolded for you. Yeah. Because the Lord was like, are you going to use my miracles in your life for your gain or for mine? Yeah, yeah. And I think that we all have to guard that. Oh, yeah. All of us in our human nature, in our flesh, want to be puffed up. We, we want to, like you said earlier, we all want to be significant. Mm-hmm. And so when God does something for us, we're like, we want to rip open our shirt and show the S on our chest like Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I knew God was going to use me. I knew that he had a plan. You know, and, and we make it so much about me versus the, the, the one who's doing it for us. You know, Robert Morris said in that message we listened to a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. faith isn't seeing the mountain. Faith is knowing the mountain mover. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times we know the mountain mover and mm-hmm. we press in to the mountain mover. But then as soon as that mountain is removed, we're, we, we think it was because of something that we did. Mm-hmm. We think, okay, well, God loves me that much. He's taking care of me. See, I told y'all God was going to show up on my behalf. Sucker. That, yes, yes, sucker, <laughs> sucker MC coming straight from the underground. Yeah, no, I mean, but in, in a very real sense, maybe, maybe you're in that season where you know God has a plan, but nothing's really unfolding. You've taken step one. Now, James chapter one, verse two says to count it all joy when you fall on trials because the, te- the testing of your faith produces mm-hmm. patience. Mm-hmm. And when patient, let patience have its work in your life, and you'll be perfect, whole, complete, lacking nothing. nothing. Yeah. So for us, it was only a few months, but for maybe for you, it's a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But do you, have, do you have the patience and the perseverance to stay on step one until mm-hmm. God shows you step two? Mm-hmm. I think that's a question that we all need to ask ourselves. Lord, give me the patience. Yeah. And as you reveal these steps, I'll climb the steps Mm -hmm. in your timing. And none of us can guess that. But if you're not okay in step one and you're just like, I need step two, I need step two, I need step two. I think it's time to check your heart. Mm -hmm. Because... God never moved on the timing of anyone else. He always moved in his own timing, and we have to adjust to it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that that's where a lot of people get it wrong. That's so true. And that's, honestly, I think that should be where we end with that question, whether, where they're thinking, like, yeah. okay, where am I in this? You know, because I think if it's... Whenever we decide to become small, that's when we become, become moldable, like what we talked about. Right. Um, I think last week. And just how being moldable is so, so important. Or the week before. Yeah. Week yeah. Before. 
And it's not like the Lord is tearing you down. I think sometimes we think, oh God, I just, I did a bad thing, so he tore me down. But he's just, he's pressing and he's trying to mold us into what he's called us to be. And there's just some stuff we got to let go of, guys. There's, yeah. And it seems like the scariest thing. It seems like the scariest thing to let go of this, let go of that, whatever it be in your life. But I promise you, I promise you, when you let it go, you're like, why have I not done this earlier? Mm-hmm. This is so worth it. The Lord created me for something totally different, and, and I was being held down by this. And it seemed like a mountain, mm-hmm. you know, but we know the mountain mover. Yeah. So. Well, I, th- I think just really quick, Paul, Saul, right, thought mm-hmm. he was significant. Yeah. He was a chief among Pharisees. Like he, he, yeah. was, he was an amazing person in, in every standard of, of Jewish mm-hmm. um, standing. When he became Paul, he had to become small. Mm-hmm. Because you can never be molded by your creator as long as you think you're significant and he's not. Mm-hmm. And Paul had to go through a crazy journey of becoming blind and finding his way to town. That's a little intense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he yeah. had to go through a huge struggle when we have the opportunity to learn from his example. Yeah. And we have to see ourselves as small and understand that God's a significant one and there's nothing significant about us without him. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So... I just want to challenge everybody as we close out today's podcast. Find the plan that God has for you and your family. Or maybe you have found it and you lost faith in it. Mm -hmm. Get faith again. Mm -hmm. Get back to step one and wait for God to reveal step two to you. Because he will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. He'll never leave you hanging. But he might be just trying to develop a little bit of patience and perseverance within you. But he's still got you. You know, all those people are like, don't pray for patience. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, don't pray. do it. Don't pray for patience. But it's the most beautiful thing. Yes. No, it, it is. It is. But listen, everyone, we've enjoyed our time together today. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on our social media pages Instagram, Peace of Authenticity, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. Um, let us know if there's anything that we can pray for you for. But. Um, today's been fun. It's been awesome. And don't forget to rate the podcast too. Because yeah. Because that makes it easier to find for others. Rate us. Rate us with a five star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love you guys. We'll love talk you to guys. you next week.